Hello everybody, it's me Ross and welcome back to another edition of the Kings of Anglia Track the Girls Talk podcast. I'm joined as ever by my co-host and townswoman skipper Blue Wilson. Blue, the dust has settled. The quarterfinals game is now done and over. Um, a defeat, but how proud are we of this team and your teammates? Um, welcome back to the show. Thanks for joining me as ever. How are you? Yeah, I'm great. Um, recover. I think I've recovered from Sunday. Um, in terms of what day that was, it was just it was crazy, crazy day. Um, came away with it feeling very, very happy. Actually, very proud. But also, there was a part of me which I know I've spoken to Joe about, which I, I kind of was like, you know, if we could have, we could have done better. We could have, we could have challenged them a bit more. Um, so, but overall, feeling really proud. Um, I mean, one nil against a Super League club who are having the season of their their best season of their history um, is just insane. Um, and yeah, I mean, yeah, what a day! What about you? How are you doing? Yeah, still buzzing from it. As I said, we we waited a few days so the dust could settle a little bit after the game. Everyone sort of just recover from the day itself. But um, yeah, it was that, that's the word I'm using a lot. It's just proud of the team and, and the staff and just everyone a part of the Chitawan setup is just it's fantastic. And yeah. um with a, a guest, a special guest this week, um, and it is good old Maddie Biggs. Big Z, um Blue, I'll let you intro her a little bit more and uh, stroke her ego a little bit more. But um it's great to have her on the show. Yeah, of course. We've had quite a few people make their 50th appearance uh this season, especially recently. We had Laugh on Sunday. But hopefully on Sunday um, coming up against Plymouth, Maddie will make her 50th appearance. So exciting times. Another young, exciting player. Team is full of them. So welcome, Maddie. How are you doing after Sunday? Thank you for having me. I'm marvellous. Um, no, it was good. It was a really good experience for everyone. I think no matter the score, the fact that we can now we say that we face two WSL teams, two top WSL teams, something that we won't we definitely won't forget definitely and um we're going to talk about the game in depth um let's begin with just the build-up to the game of course all week all the players were preparing all the staff were preparing we all knew it was going to be on telly we know the cameras are all going to be about we know there's going to be two thousand in attendance um how are you feeling maddie building up to the game and what was your feeling like when you got to the gold star ground and seeing i think when when I came, there was there was lining up. Fans were still they were lining up at the time. The like the week leading up, I wasn't actually nervous, and then it was like maybe like Saturday daytime, Saturday afternoon, Saturday evening. I was thinking, when we're actually playing West Ham tomorrow, like it's actually happening. Like we're on TV, there's going to be two thousand people in the, in the crowd. God knows how many watching. So it was just a bit like wow, like a bit of a reality check. But I was like, it was like nervous, excited. So it was, it was good. You just, we didn't, in, throughout the week, we didn't really like speak about it a lot, did we, Blue? Like, it was yeah. just kind of like, oh, we'll focus on the game that we've just played. Then we'll just do a bit of training and then we'll just get to West Ham. So it wasn't, I don't think it was very like West Ham, West Ham, West Ham. But it was still like a bit West Ham at the same time. It, it was, it, yeah, it was definitely a difference from the prep from City, I'd say. Um, I remember prepping for City was quite a big deal. The media was, I guess it was the first time we'd really been hit by a whole load of media. Um, 
so everything was I remember it being a whirlwind because it was Man City and maybe that the name and the fact they were top of the WSL and they won it various times maybe had a slight influence on that but this time it was a lot more composure in the in the prep I think um and again I'm I mean both times there was a lot of belief I think no player playing on Sunday didn't believe we could win the game I think that's the most important thing yeah, and I think this the cup run was a bit went a bit under the radar a little bit yeah. because um because we're focus is on the league, but then mm. we were getting to progressing each round at each round, then we play Southampton in the last sixteen. We're like we're now in the quarterfinals. We're now two games away to to Wembley. It, it was it was crazy. Um, but no, I think that was a good idea that just the build up to the game. It was just focused, do normal stuff in training. Joe and all the staff just preparing for the next game. I know it's West Ham, I know it's quarterfinals of the FA Cup, but you're just preparing like a normal game as you would do. Mm-hmm. Um, Blue, unfortunately, it's a bit different for you. Um, building up to the game, you're just doing your rehab and you know looking forward to seeing all your teammates play their heart out um, against West Ham. But how are you feeling? You know, I know I saw you pitch sides before the game. You know, we're looking around, fans pouring in, uh, TV cameras about. How are you feeling? Yeah, it was amazing. Amazing to see that that many people watching us um, and also reward the hardcore fans who have been there every week, wherever we are in the in the country. I know I saw a tweet of how they've calculated how many miles they've covered and it's just insanity. It's absolutely insane. Um, so it was a re- reward for, for, for them, really. Um, but yeah, I think it was the first time I felt a bit like, like properly, like, I really, really wish I was playing today. Like, there's obviously been times where I was like, oh, yeah, I really want to play him. But that one was the big one. I love a big crowd playing in front of. But um, there'll be other opportunities. And the overall feeling of being proud of the team and the proud of the performance and how far we've come from two years ago overrided that massively. Um, I, I was so pleased for everyone. I was pleased for... I think everyone everyone re- did really well and rose to the occasion. It just wasn't a shame that we couldn't just hold out a little bit more and y- you never know. But I mean, I, look, I looked at stats on BBC Sport and I don't know how reliable these are. Um, but I said we had 41% possession, which I thought was actually quite decent <laughs> uh, watching the game. So I don't know where they put that, those stats from or whether they're 100% reliable. But I mean, it's not it's not bad. Um, but yeah, it's a learning opportunity. We'll definitely take from that and grow. And hopefully the next time we come up against a WSL opposition, we can turn it into a positive result. Yeah, we always will look back at the Man City game and that was the, the game where we needed to go, let's, let's do better. And um, well, we, we prove we can step up against the WSL side and prove that we, we do belong there and plan against a, you know, a team full of internationals. Of course, the... Uh, the player that scored the goal, she's a Scottish international. Am I right? Yeah, yeah. right. That's right. On loan from Arsenal. Yeah, on from Arsenal. She scored the goal. Um, Maddie, you were on the bench at the time. Um, but what was the mood like on the bench and just watching your teammates play their hearts out? Defended so well, so strongly. Sarah made a few good saves, of course. Um, but they just, I uh, just, just got through, didn't they? And it was a good finish from from Evans. I think every game, like whoever's on the bench, we like. We just kind of like shout, like just we just shout things at them. And whether they listen to us or not is a different story. But we just kind of shout. We did. We like we go like, "Oh, well done, Ag," or you know, "Well done, Ek," stuff like that. But 
we just tend to like shout stuff at them and just like shout at the ref, shout at the lino and just stand up when we're like in our, the opposed, the opposition's half, we stand up because we think we're going to score. And it's just like a lot of standing up and sitting down and chasing and just shouting. But you, West Ham was different because it was the same, but it was different to an extent because we were one nil down and it was against West Ham. So we were on TV as well, so we had to kind of compose ourselves. Like before the game, I was like saying to like Kyra and stuff like, I'm, I'm going to have to be quiet. Like we're all going to have to be quiet because we sometimes on the bench, we give like people grief. So we're going to have to be quiet because we don't know when the, the camera's going to be on us where the mics are so it's just very like be composed still you know shout a little bit you know be like encouraging but behave ourselves at the same time definitely I know that there's a few times they do pan don't they, they pan to the bench like yeah. you know and talk if they've got a stat or something they zoom into Joe and or they zoom into a certain player um and that's what they do so yeah you have to be a little bit just a little bit good just in case you, you are at the moment they catch you at the wrong moment you're about to say a naughty word or something like yeah. that um but Blue, West Ham, they are a good side. And to be honest, they did control the game. Um, yeah. But as we said, look how far we've come and how the, the progress we've made since the Man City game. Um, we already said, you know, we did defend us strong. In the final third, they didn't really test us that much. Um, as I said, they had a few chances. Um, but what, what did you like from the first half and um, just how strongly we defended was just, uh, as always, we, we always can rely on Liv, Paige, um, Laffey and even Summer Hughes, you know, running our heart out as always. And of course, Anna, unfortunately, she had to come off at half time, but she did all right as well. I think the back six had an unbelievable game, actually. Um, Sarah, yeah, just all of them, all of them thought Summer Hughes was excellent. Paige, um, Laff in particular. Um so after the first half, I've watched the goal back quite a few times. It's oh so annoying, such an annoying goal, um, just a lapse. But I, I, West Ham in possession, their rotations. I was looking at the midfield in particular. Their rotations in midfield are, are incredibly hard to play against. Um, and I think in the Super League this season, it's it's been working wonders for them. Um, but you know we dealt with it okay. Um, I think they were they were quite wide in their midfield, so I did feel for Kyra and Bonnie because they covered some miles. They really covered some miles, so I did feel for them. Um, but I think ultimately West Ham did control the game. They dominated the game, but there wasn't really a time where I thought, "Oh, we're going to get battered here," because, um, like you said, the the final third entries weren't dangerous. It seemed under control, to be honest. Um, so we, although they dominated, we had an element of control over that. I think if looking back, if we could have been a bit more relaxed in possession, kept it a bit longer, um, just to slow the game down and allow us to get a bit of a respite, you know, we might have created a bit a bit more. Um, but it's hard when you set up for a game against WSL opposition and you you expect yourself to be out of possession and just defend for your lives. It's hard to then switch to in possession. That's really difficult. Um so yeah, again, learning, 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 learning. So, but overall, defensively, thought we were great. Um, in possession, probably could have done better. Um, but I think we all know that. But overall, a great performance that we should be proud of, and put what is on the map once again. Indeed, and just after the A one, I thought put a shift in. Um, I'm sure I remember you know bumping into a lot of you guys in the, Toby Carvery, and I was just asking you know everything all right, Kyra and Bonnie. I think they're just knackered, weren't they? I think they yeah. just they put. 
all their desire they can put in the game and they're just just knackered after you know it has been a busy few months to be honest we've had a lot of games um but maddie you know you came on um what did joe sort of say to you um what to do when you came on you know just to play a heart out as like everybody else but um anything else he sort of told you he kind of just said to me and Brazil, obviously the camera at different times, but just kind of go at them for the last 20, 15 minutes, however long it was. Just go at their, their centre-backs, put some pressure on them. Don't let, I think it was string off, maybe the fall. Don't let her get it because she was just getting in and spraying it everywhere. But try not to let her get it and just go at them and just see what see what you can do. That was pretty much it. Yeah. What was that experience like? Yeah, what was that experience like, you know, coming on with 2,000 fans in attendance? And also they had the electronic board saying, you know, the numbers. Um, did you ever look at that quickly go, here I am? I look, we're, we're looking at it when um, me and Boz were like, oh my God, like there's a board, like all the numbers are on the board, that's so cool. Um, when other players are coming on. But um, what your question was now, I'm talking. Um, 2,000 fans, all that stuff. It. Thank you. Yeah. Um, no, it was... Coming on to that, it's it's weird in a way because like you're not really thinking about the fans because you're now one nil down. You've got 15 minutes to go and you want to try and get a goal, so you kind of just like appreciate them as you're running on the pitch, and then you kind of like forget it. Kind of like goes quiet, like you don't really realise they're there until you know something good happens or you know they're shouting something like oh do better or something like that. But no, it was. It's always difficult coming on to a game 15 minutes, 20 minutes towards the end because you have to really try and get into it. By the time you get into it, you've got no time left and the game's over. So you just can't have to re- adapt really quickly. Yeah. How do you how do you think you got on overall and um, how was it to play against another WSL side? I think I've done all right. It was obviously tough because all I was doing was basically just doggies. So it got quite tiring. I was like, oh, and you can hear Joe going, come on, come on. I'm like, oh, I'm trying. I'm really trying, but I'm so out of breath. Um, but no, it's, I thought I'd done all right. Obviously, it, I'd like to be on there a bit longer, but, you know, the, the state of the game, obviously, it's up to Joe. But no, it would have been nice to get a few more minutes, but I think I'd done all right with the time that I got. I think so too. And, and and Blue, you know, we've mentioned already 2,000 fans in attendance live on TV. We are, insp- well, all of you are inspiring to be, you know, the future generations. I always say the future Maddie Biggs, future Blue Wilsons, future Natasha Thomas. I'm sure there's a lot of young girls there, even just young lads as well. And these two sides are really good. And I've, I enjoyed watching play. And I'm sure hopefully we've inspired more people to come to games. Um, that's one thing we can come out of all this, isn't it? Yeah, for sure. Um, I, one one thing coming away from Sunday in the West Ham game is I, I really hope our attendances increase. So, like, oh, we've got Plymouth at home and we've got a lot of home games coming up. I just really hope we've we've gained a few more followers. Like, okay, you know what, this team might be going somewhere. Um, that's what I've hoped this occasion has, has inspired um, for kids to come back. Um, for adults to come back just to inspire as many people as we can um, and ultimately build the fan base we'll always have our hard cause because they're they're so committed um, but it's building that around it building some momentum I think that is that's key but games like that are, are great for that I think I think so too and um, any other notes from the game I want to give a big shout out to of course good old Kieran um, 
media officer, whatever jobs he does, he, he, he did a lot of hard work yeah. preparing for this game, all the media, just everything. Um, and of course, shout out to the Felixstowe staff as well. Um, they did fantastically and I'm sure they, they enjoyed their day seeing their football club live on TV. You know, it was, it was great just watching some of the highlights back and just seeing the Gold Star on BBC on the beep. It, it was great. Um, but any other notes, Blue, before we get just, into uh, this time? Just uh, Savannah Flores' debut. Um, yeah. So obviously we announced her last week um, sort of on a dual agreement until the end of the season from Tottenham. Um, so she trained with us on Friday and then made, uh, made an appearance on Sunday. So a quick turnaround for her, um, but an exciting prospect, I think, coming up in the last few weeks of the season. Hopefully will give us a little bit of a boost yeah, it's a nice little distraction, I think, from the West Ham game. You know, um, we had the press conference on Friday, Joe and Paige, with all different journalists from all different media outsourced. And then um, an hour later, we were doing a pictures and interview with Silvana just to sort of have a little breather from the West Ham build-up. Um, but no, I thought she did all right when she came on. And uh, yeah, we've got an exciting prospect for the rest few games. Um, Maddy, what have you thought of her so far? Do you know much about Silvana? Yeah, so I used to play with her in um, SXRTC. Way back when, um, but no, yeah, she's obviously been at Spurs, so that's a good bit of experience for her to have to bring in to our team, you know, to like Blue said to boost her for the last few weeks of the season. It'll be nice to have her there, like a cool head, like another Bonnie, two Bonnies in midfield, cool, cool, calm and collected in midfield. Definitely, and uh, we're gonna have a lot of Mexican followers now, by the way, yes. um, and listeners, um, so. Yeah, it's um, it's exciting times. I know we've, we've got a lot of followers after Savannah Sana because she's a, a big deal, of course, Mexican international, senior international. Uh, we'll get her on the pod at some point because we want to get all those Mexican listeners on the show. We want to be international, don't we? We're currently, um, locally we're good. Um, we want to get worldwide. Um, but no, that was, um, as I said, the big word coming out of that is just so pride, proud, Many other words we can say. We, everyone enjoyed their day. And, um, of course, now all focus is on the league. Um, let's jump right into then. Quiz time. It is Blue versus Big Z. It's going to be interesting. Uh, Blue, oh, last week, Jack beat me. He beat yeah. me on the final question. I'm so sad. Um, but well done, Jack. Jack did right. You did all right. I was proud, though, with the question on the, the Man City game. I, you know, I know it's a bad question. It's very good. It's very yeah. good. I was impressed by that too. Very right. impressed. But um, so yeah, we have four questions and a tiebreaker. Um, the first two questions, oh, the first three questions actually is on you, Big Z. So um, no pressure, no pressure at all. Um, now you scored your first town goal against Norwich. Now who set you up for that goal? Was it Peskett, Blue, or Paige Wakefield? So Blue, did you set you up for that? Now this goal, um, Big Z, was an interesting goal, wasn't it? Because you sort of fell on the ball, but you composed yourself well, and that was a great finish. I remember watching it back this morning. I was like, that's oh, great finish. I know, the, I know the answer. I can't remember that goal. I just need time to play it back in my head. Because I remember you stepping on the ball. Yeah. It was a night game, wasn't it? Was it a night game? Yeah. yeah. It was a record crowd, weren't it? Before, yeah. we've broken it already twice this season. <laughs> Standard. Peskett yourself or Paige, did you, did you set her up or was it Peskett or was it Paige Wakefield? I think I did set up a goal in that game. I can't remember if it was Biggs. I think it's either me or Peskett. So I'll back myself, I'll go me. You did all right there. You did back yourself right because it was yourself. Um, and I'm sure Big Z was going to, uh, you should know that because that was your yeah, first goal. And that was a good goal. Just like 
it wasn't like a slide it was like a volley over i think it was yes 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 yeah. i can't remember it now yeah, yeah. okay good goal because i think that's the fourth goal on night because you got yes, fouled for the penalty um big yeah. and then of course page beaks scored it and um, then that's the fourth goal and uh yeah four one okay. win Great win. Okay, second question is on Big Z again. Now, who set Big Z up for her hat trick? So, her third goal was it Tash, Peskit, or Laffy? Three, three of the great goals. All three of them were pretty good. Um, but Tash, Peskit, or Laffy? Oh, Ross. Oh, I'll test you now. I'll test you now. I remember the first goal because I set it up. <laughs> yeah. I thought that would be too yeah, it'd be too easy if I did that question again. Who who's who said it nice, first goal? That yeah, it would have been, been nice. My ego. Yeah, true. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get we'll get into um question time and big later, talk about the hat trick as a whole anyway, and we'll talk about, you know, your the first goal and blue's amazing assist. But, um, yeah. Um I'll go first then because I know it's about you, Biggs. Um I think it was Oh, I'm going to go Tash. Yeah, Tash. I'm just trying to think what guy it was. <laughs> well, I know one of them for sure. I know I can see that goal like vividly in my head. I think I want to say Tash as well. It was Tash. Yes. Because I remember Peskit's one, the head yeah. up, remember that. Yeah. the cross from her, I remember that, but I can't remember the third one. I think it was um oh, actually I can't remember either. <laughs> even though I watched it back this morning, but I can't remember. It was a good goal. It was a good goal and got the got the three. Got the three. There we go. Um so there you go. It's two two. So this is oh, this is this is gonna be interesting. We may have to, yeah, go to the tiebreaker here. Um so question three, who set you up, Big Z, for your goal against Plymouth? Was it Kyra, Laffey, or O'Brien? I can't actually remember this goal. I didn't actually watch the goals back for this game, but I just looked up on who set you up anyway. I've got I've got a one in three chance here. Yeah. Um, this is gonna test big it was it was last year, many, many months ago. And um it was there was five goals in this game, so Yeah. God. Lucy O'Brien scored a penalty that game, didn't she? Yeah, she got fouled, didn't she, for both yeah. penalties. Pay- Paige scored the first one, and then yeah, she scored the second one. Yeah. Um, Ooh. okay, I'll go first because I feel like I'll be influenced otherwise. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go laugh. Okay, I'm going O'Brien, I think. You're uh, you're both wrong, it's Kyra. <laughs> it was between her and O'Brien, yeah, yeah, good old Kyra, yeah, go on, Kyra. Good, good assist, good assist. There we go. So, 2-2, two, two, going to the final question. And um, now it's actually not on you, Big Z, so don't worry. No pressure now. Um, so, you've got to just test your general knowledge. Um, but who did Tash replace to come off the bench to score against Plymouth? Was it Brazera Carrera, Barrett or EK? Interesting question, I thought. Sub-question. Flash. Oh, um, hmm. I need I did a trick question. I was going to put um I think Eva came on or someone came on a defender came on and that could have been an interesting one. Did you come on for a sub or you know? Yeah, I'm going to go Brazero. I'm going to go. 
things. One of you is right. And that person is... Sorry, Big C. It is blue. Is <laughs> right. It was Brazero Carrera. I didn't think Brazero came off first. I can't, oh my god! Because I remember, I remember Joe speaking to me uh, before the game, a few days before the game. He was like, "I'm going to start Brazero." So I was like, "Oh, I'll just go for Brazero because I, I knew that she'd started." So you know what? I'll take that another win. I'm on a roll. We do um we do have a tiebreaker um and depends if you want to gamble or not but Bigsy has to get it bang on to 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 win. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. We'll do it. We'll do it anyway. Um, it was uh, Eva's birthday on the weekend. Happy birthday, late belated birthday to her. But um, how many appearances has she made for town? Now this is <laughs> the tricky. I looked at this the other day. Oh, the other day. Ooh. Of course, um, I think she's the third most appearance maker. Of course, of course, what Lindsay, Tash, and of course Eva. Um, I'm trying to think when she made her debut. It was my number. Ooh, ooh. Am I guessing as well? You can guess if you want, Blue. If you get it bang on, you get double the points. But if Bigsy gets it bang on, she she wins. She takes your crown for this week. This actually could be embarrassing. I'm not. I don't have a clue actually. Um, I'm actually going to double check quickly just in case. <laughs> yeah, because I knew that like, I saw Paige had like 50 appearances, and I was looking at everyone's like, appearances, and I saw Eva's. Mm-hmm. Like, You're doing your prep. Um, I'm going to go 78. Okay. I think my number is 97. 97? That's what I remember seeing on the screen. 97. Eva's played a lot of games, but not that many games. 77. 72. I was worried I was going to lose the, lose the win. Yeah, I thought so. I thought she felt really confident. Oh, there. And I was... Fake confidence, you know, shake you up a little bit. Yeah, yeah, all the mind games. Yeah, yeah, nice bigs. <laughs> but but there we go. So Blue, you you have one. Congratulations. Um, big Z, good effort. Um, tried. You tried. You did all right. I, I was proud of you for the first few questions I on I yourself. Got, I thought the seven, you know, seventy-two, ninety-seven. But yeah, it's close. So Lee. Yeah, but to be fair, the question I was thinking about another tiebreaker is how many goals have you scored um, in 49 games? We could do this as just a bonus question. But how many goals do you reckon you've scored? I think it's 16. Yeah, it, it is. is 16. So thankfully, we didn't do that question because then you should, should have, could have stolen it there if they're blue. Um, but good knowledge, good knowledge. Um, now, it is question time now, you big C, to talk about your career as a whole so far. And I always like to start off with the start to life for Bixie, um, for you to getting into football. I know your family are football mad. Your dad, your mum, your sister, all your family, they, they come to a lot of the games. Um, so is it, was it your dad or who, who sort of got you into football, first of all? So it was actually one of my cousins. So he was, he loved football. He supported Chelsea. And I was like, I just want to be like you. So I started playing football, started supporting Chelsea, and just basically done everything that he did. And then it just kind of 
obviously I found football for him and it just kind of stemmed from there and it just, you know, carried on and went to team to team to team. Yeah, and um, have you were you always a striker or like anybody you just play all positions and you didn't go, I like scoring goals, I want to play up front? I was always a striker, but I did do my stint between the sticks and goal. Didn't last very long because I let three goals in and then I cried and quit. <laughs> and I just thought, I'm not going back for that. That's it's too much of pressure. And it was in a cup final and we were nil-nil mm. at half time and I went in goal and we lost three nil. But we won't talk about that. And then, yeah, I gave that up and went back to being nine, number nine. Yeah, you got to give praise to goalkeepers sometimes. You know, yeah. that is a, a, a big position. Uh, Sarah, you know, she did that once again going to praise her as always because she's made some amazing save on Sunday. But yeah, um, I think you made the right decision playing up front and, and you've scored a good amount of goals. Um, Blue, the, the standard question for me is always asking um, the guest is how did you meet Big C and um, what was your first impressions of her when you, you first met her and being teammates? I think I first met Big C at uh, Essex RTC. I think that's when we first met. Mm. Um, I can't remember what my first impression was of you. Um, I think just direct forward. Absolute hell of a shot. Like You do not want to get in the way of that shot. I think we used to we used to smash balls at the at the garrison where we used to train. We used to smash balls into the net and shoot. Uh, as you were retrieving your ball, you did not want bigs to be shooting. Um, <laughs> I think that's probably my first memory um, at Essex, and then obviously, like quite a few of the players, we've followed through to Ipswich, and now quite a big core of the squad is is from Essex, um, which is quite nice because you've seen the growth sort of from under 16s and even younger um, all the way through to senior football, which I think is good. Yeah, I, I always see that on, on you know, pitch side, just after games, like just the, the togetherness. I know you've been teammates for a long while now at the club, but also at Essex RTC. Is that a big thing for you, Manny? You know, Peskett and there's many other players I can name. Um, of course, Joe as well. You know, what what's your, your thoughts on Joe? I know he'll be listening, but... Um, how has he evolved as a coach? I'm sure he's he's progressed. He's learned many new things because he's he's well, he's got more experience now in the game. Yeah, I think it's definitely helpful that he knows so many of us for a number of years now. I'm not too sure how many, but it definitely helps when coming to know how to like deal with different players. So like he knows like to do with Pess differently than he would to me, or like anyone that he's known. You know, some people need like a firm, you know, come on, do it. Or some people need like a little arm on the shoulder. So it's helpful that you've known us and it definitely shows when we're like a training and stuff. It's very like, you know, like friendly, like friend, like friend kind of thing because you know, you've known us for so long. Yeah, I can see that every time he does that games just in training, you know, he knows that. He's got a relationship where he can have a little bit of banter here and there, but also show a bit of professionalism. Well, he is a professional man, but um, just he knows where he draw the line and just sort of get on with the job. Um, and it's just great. And is that helped you as well when you when you first came in, like all the other players just knowing each other? And I think that's maybe why we kicked on so quickly because everyone sort of knew each other and everything. Yeah, definitely. Obviously, there was quite a few of us. It was me, Kyle. Not Cara, because she's from Norwich. So me, Pess, Boz, Abby Jackson. I don't want to forget anyone here. Um, I'm going to go, that's it. I can't remember. Sorry if I offend anyone. But, you know, that was kind of like a core 
you know, group of us. So it's very helpful going in, knowing that you have got friends already and you do know the coach. If you're going into a new team, when it was like a big step from under 16s to under 21s, I felt like a little baby. Like a fetus going into that thing. There was like people at uni, and I'm like fresh out of secondary school. So it was good to know that there was people who I knew and who I've known for years now in the same position as me going in together. Yeah, and um, we're going to bring up, like, of course, when you, we'll, we'll get into the, the hat trick against Hutherfield, of course, the, the, the phrase for you was the baby assassin. Um, that was the, the I saw a headline. I remember just doing some research on you again, and uh, that was the headline, Baby Assassin. Um, but before we get into that game, I just want to sort you know, join the club. And you know, your first goal for the club we mentioned already on the quiz was the goal against Norwich. Um, that was a great goal. Um, what's your memories from that goal? It all happened very quickly. Um, but I just kind of remember like running onto the ball treading on it and I think it might have been like a bit of frustration the shot yeah it was it 100% was I remember what have I just done like I've trod on the ball what am I doing so I just thought oh I'm just gonna hit it just get all anger out and it just kind of flew in and I was like didn't really know what to do myself so I just kind of like cheered and like everyone came running over yeah because that was that was a great occasion when it blew. You know, we, we scored four goals. Paige Pete scored an absolute weld of a free kick. Um, Big Z, of course, got fouled for the penalty as well. I'm trying to think who else scored in that game. Was it was it Amanda or was it Peskett? I'm, sorry, I'm trying to think yeah, who else scored in that game. Yeah. One of those. One of those. Um, but yeah, that was a great occasion. That was the first sort of big occasion for you as players, but also as the club, you know, a record crowd beating the, the rivals of Norwich. Um and that was just an, a sort of statement to league as well, weren't it? Saying these young kids, they've got something here. Yeah, definitely. I think it's probably up there with one of my favourite games that I've I've been part of, um, whether on the pitch or off the pitch. Just night game, um, big occasion, lots of fans, and the fans were rowdy as well. Um, they were loud that evening, um, which which sort of really helped the atmosphere. But yeah, all in all, great experience and definitely a key key part of our journey which isn't finished yet four to one no it's just started it's just started um and may let's get right into it then let's not bit around the bush we're going to talk about the hat trick as everyone will do when they speak to you um of course you scored a few goals in the fa cup before this um and of course you were the record scorer in the competition for for a while um i think some people forget about it a little bit it's like well she's scored was it five goals six goals something like that um all together um but let's talk about the hat trick then. Three really good goals. The first goal, what a finish. Cool as you like. Great assist from Blue. Um, great celebration, by the way. Um, I remember w- watching the game back, actually, and seeing Anna just knee-sliding right to you and uh, the bundle and everything. Uh, what's your memories of the first goal and just playing in a stadium as well, Football League Stadium? It was just like like sheer, like, I don't really know what the word is because it happened early on. Mm-hmm. Wasn't it wasn't expecting to score that early, so it's just like, oh my god, like we scored, like what the hell is going on? So that, that's why we all bundled because it was like what four minutes in, I want to say, yeah. And I remember, I, I remember memory of you was saying, don't bundle because I can't get any pictures, <laughs> yeah. So, and now, and then after we bundled, I was like, oh Ross, like he's not gonna be like he's gonna be hating us right now because we've just done the one thing that he didn't want us to do, but. No, it was just very, like, a very oh-my-god moment. And that's the best way to describe it. 
to be fair, um, looking back at those pictures is actually that was actually a good picture because yeah. you had just it was just the togetherness as well. I know sometimes I don't like yeah heads everywhere. I think there's one like Lucy Egan's like on top there and she's like you know, yeah. um, but I'm like I really want to get the goal scorer, but you're like bottom. Um, but <laughs> we still got the, the you know the, the free celebration. Yeah. Um, I think that's up there with one of the best sort of celebrations I've seen. Just the the occasion. Oh, it was a great photo, I thought, Ross. Yeah. In a way, I wish it was in the blue shirt. Yeah, I agree I with that. I do not like that that burgundy shirt. It's one of my hate. No. I hate that shirt. Yeah, I think it's it's very a lot of people on the fence for that one. They don't mind it because it's something different. But also, I don't know for for us as a memory look back on it's like the only thought I'll down for that is like, oh, that's that kit, but. It, it is what it is. But no, that was a, a great sort of start to that game. Um, scoring early on. Great finish, great goal. Then the second goal. What a header. Great ball from Peskit. Um, then the hat-trick comes. Um, and this is a first-half hat-trick, by the way. If you're listening and you haven't, you don't know about the story, where have you been? Um, but you've spoken about this so many times, different journalists, different people. But um, what? how would you look back at that? It's two years ago now scoring a hat-trick at 16 years of age as well. It was, it's quite a, a staple moment in my like career Ipswich so far. Um, it kind of it set me off. It's the start of something that I, I think I, I started to see. So it started, it set me off on a good little trial, you know, you know the word I'm trying to think of. So it was good to obviously get the hat-trick and get the win. But it's something that I will remember for quite a while now, I think. Because if people keep talking to me about it, so I definitely won't forget it anytime soon. And obviously, because you scored that hat-trick, a lot of media attention came came of it. Because we drew Man City as well, and it was, there was a lot of media attention. How did you find that at that age compared to how you sort of find media now? I know this, this podcast is slightly different because it's slightly more informal. Um, but you have had the best response to when I've asked someone to be on it. Um, so you texted me back, I would love to be. And I was like, oh, finally, someone's showing this me. I would love to be. I was like, yes, yes, Maddie, come on, podcast. But how, how would you, how, have you found that easier now? Um, and what was it like at the time? Did it affect you much on the pitch? It's definitely gotten easier over the last two years because obviously. What was the house rule was January, I want to say. Yeah. So I think we've been at Ipswich for four months. And I will admit I was not a fan of the media. That week, I did have slight dread. Because <laughs> I did not like the media at all. Because it was very daunting having like, the cameras, the lights, and like someone asking you questions. And it's like, oh, God, I can't do this. I can't do, I don't know what to say. Yeah. I like fumble my words. And then it just as the week got on, you do you do kind of get the same questions. So I it did get a lot easier as the week went on. But when it did finish, I was very glad that I didn't have to do that again. Because <laughs> I did not like it at all. And I think yeah. here too, that I didn't like it as well. You <laughs> could tell that I wasn't a fan. <laughs> That's, that's the one big thing about it. You know, you're 16 years of age. You had to sort well, you had to grow up a little bit at that stage because you know you've got to now speak to all these media outlets. Um, and sadly, that is what comes with scoring a hat trick as a young young player. I think just any any moment like that, 
it comes with that territory of like, yeah, let's give me media speaking. Um, but I think you did really well to compose. I think all the players did well, you know, that all that media coverage. Um, and you were able, everyone just to kick on because we still had, you know, games to play, didn't we? We still had like league games to play and all that. Um, but you know, you were, you were able to kick on, you got called up to for England. What was that like just getting that recognition? No, it's really nice to be, you know, recognised by England. Um, it's obviously an honour to, you know, go on training camps or whatnot. So it was nice to see that they were watching, you know, taking note. Yeah, and of course, we've always had healthy competition with strikers. Um, you know, Tash um, is record goal scorer for the club. What, what's it like playing alongside her and sort of battling out as that number nine? No, it's really healthy competition. Like, there's no like bitterness or anything. I don't think neither of us could be bitter. Like, when I first like, I remember first seeing Tash. She was playing it there. It was when she was playing Arsenal in the like WSL or Academy Cup. She came along. She's got tattoos, and we were like, "Who the hell is that? Oh my god, she looks so scary!" And then we actually met her, and we were like, "Oh my god, like she's not how we like imagined. She's so sweet and just like." I don't really know how to explain it, but it's just really sweet and not not scary at all. So it's nice. Like I, when we play with each other, so there's like two strikers. It's nice because she's tall and I'm short, so she can you know, jump up and get with the headers that I can't reach. Yeah, I think that's um, a good balance that we've had. And I know, you know, when you're breaking through, of course, Tash has always been the leading striker, but I think she's probably enjoyed this healthy competition. Definitely this year, you know, Barrett, you know, she's been unbelievable. Um, yeah. And, you know, now we've got other players breaking through, you know, Sarah, Sarah Carrera, I know she's more at uh, the 10, but um, she's there as well, battling out. Um, but Blue, Biggs is going to make 50 appearances for the club this weekend. Um, it's got, it's, it's been a whirlwind. Um, is there any other games you can remember that Biggsy really stood out in and um, she played in? Of course, this year you have scored a good amount of goals as well. Um, but is there any other games that really she stuck out? Trying to think. You always seem to be good in the FA Cup. I think it may be that hat-trick. But, um, yeah, for me, it was that FA Cup season where you just did not stop scoring. Um, I think the impact you make is... I know some people call you like a... Who said that to me? Like a bulldog in terms of, like, you just run. Um, it's probably Joe. Power, yeah, probably Joe, to be fair. Um, and just power through. I know on Sunday against West Ham, there was a few challenges that you put in. You're just not scared. You're not scared to put in some challenges, whether they're good challenges or bad challenges. They they have an effect. Um, so yeah, really in the face striker. Uh, I agree that the competition's been healthy this season, but I actually think it's benefited all three strikers. Um, I think all of you have had great seasons so far. Um, so yeah, on to the next six games. Probably the six biggest games of your life, would you say? Probably, yeah. The most important must win. You can't can't lose. So and in terms, yeah, in terms of pressure, are you feeling the pressure? Like, are you seeing that as is that in your head? Like, oh my god, these are the six biggest games of my life. Or are you actually looking forward to that? I don't. I don't tend to think about it that much. I'm quite like a laid back, chill kind of person. So when it comes to like, oh, we've got the last six games. I'm just kind of thinking, like, we just need to win them, basically. I'm not very, like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. Yeah. Or, like, let's just go. I know we can get the win, so let's just go and do it. Yeah. Kind of thing. 
instead yeah. of you know feeling all the pressure of like the last six ends of the season must win it's just very like let's just do what we can do, and do yeah 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 I want to um, actually ask you, Big, Big Zero, about how you've adapted to Tier 3 football. You know, how, how has it been for yourself? You, you've scored seven goals this season uh, in all competitions, but how have you adapted playing against maybe tougher defences maybe or just different players, different you know, different teams as well? I think it was it was tough, but I think we were definitely ready. Obviously, we were stuck in Tier 4 for two seasons. So getting that promotion, I think we were definitely ready to be in Tier 3. Um, it just comes with a whole lot more experience when you're playing against other teams. So they just know the game better than you, which is out of your control because they've been in it for longer. So it's just finding ways to get around that experience because the experience does, it can be really helpful for the other players. Because obviously we're quite a young team, so we lack that experience. But I think just like finding ways to play around them and playing our football, and I think we, we do quite well. Yeah, and how, how would you look back on your first 49 games for the club? You know, the hat-trick will always be the standout, but is there any other moments you look back on and go, I enjoyed that moment? And, you know, 16 goals so far, as we, we found out that you know. Mm-hmm. I think, like, just even like the games where it's like a hard graft, like maybe I not, not necessarily haven't scored, but the games that have been that hard graft where, you, you come off the pitch and you know that you've actually put a bit of a shift in. Those are, I quite like them games. It's like recently, like, uh, I think, who is it? What was the game where it was really muddy? There's a couple of those. MK Dons or <laughs> Crawley? Crawley, I think it was Crawley. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, I came off and I was like, oh, I'm nothing, I'm so tired. <laughs> but I was just, it's because I, I knew that I'd like, oh, okay, I'd, I'd put a shift in today, like, this is I'm just this is good. But I kinda of like them games where you come off and you know that you've, you know, done a few like tackles and put a good shift in. Yeah, I feel sorry sometimes. I sometimes put a camera in your face and you you girls are probably thinking, We just played ninety minutes of football, Ross. We're sweaty, our hair's <laughs> everywhere, I've probably got mud everywhere, and I'm like, You put a camera in my face. You uh, I know you pictures of me when sorry. I'm injured on the floor. There were quite a few back to back where I'm like crying on the floor and the physio's opening and I go back and I Monday, Tuesday, whenever you release them, I'm like, I, I know because I was on the floor for a period of time. I know you've got a picture. It's just me on the floor, my hands over my face, like crying on the floor. For this one where I was sitting up, and I'm like visibly crying. <laughs> I'm like, thank you so much. <laughs> you're welcome i'm sorry i think it's, i'm just capturing the moment it's it's in the moment it's um a memory to look back on and go or oh, out that was an ouchie that was uh that was one of those but uh i'll, I'll try my best to not to put in very bad pictures sometimes i know there's a few mug shots in there and um, i am trying my best to not put as many bad because i know you said blue you were thankful because i was um went in train on thursday went into the gym and took a few pictures and there was a few of um yeah questionable photos i think even for you because i remember you coming you were doing the um, don't know what yeah. thing is. What, what's it called? What, what's that exercise? Pull up, it? pull up, pull up thing. And I know your face is like ah. So yeah, I try my best to keep on a lot of your good books because I know if I put a bad picture in, then uh, you're not going to be happy. Um, but no, Bigsy, it, it's been a pleasure to talk about question time with you. Um, Blue, any other questions? I mean, notes for for Bigsy before we get into the Plymouth preview. No, I don't think so. 
Um, just looking forward to Plymouth, 50th appearance. And of course, Matt, Matt Bigsy, we, 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 a lot of players um, sign pro deals in the summer. What was that like getting told that news and like and all the other teammates of yours, you know, making history as well? It's um, it was nice to know that like my hard work and that it's like been recognised in a way that they are, you know, Joe and Charlie are. Like, oh, she has done well, but she's deserved of this. So it was quite nice to know that, and obviously for the other girls as well, I think. They were obviously deserved of it as well, so it's nice to know that they are. Always, they obviously they pay attention. They can't not pay attention, but you know they're realizing, you know, recognizing that are oh, they done well? Here you go. Here's the reward. For sure. Yeah, of course. So hopefully, it's many more to come and um, more other steps we're going to make going forward. Definitely after um, after Sunday, but um, it is back to league action, and as you said, Blue, six big games to go. Um, first up Plymouth and then we've got loads of home games so no more travelling for a bit until of course Pompey at the end of the season um, we've already mentioned it we've we beaten 5-0 at home park um, previously in a couple months ago um, Plymouth let's quickly let, take a look at the league table they're currently sitting ninth. Um, 19 games played 8 wins 11 defeats so they're not they're not a team that want to draw um, but what can you remember from that game Biggs I know you scored in that game what can you remember of Plymouth as a side um, I think the first half we didn't. I don't think we played as as well as we could. If I remember when it right correctly, I think yeah we just didn't hold the ball very well. And then obviously second half and we you know got our mojo back a bit and popped some goals in. But I think they were a decent side. They did give us a good good test. Yeah, and, and blue. I'm looking at the the previous results. They beat. Milton Keynes 5-1 at home, 2-1 against Chichester and Selji. Um, they only beat Hounslow 2-0. Um, Kings shouldn't have beat 5-0. They lost 3-2 against Gillingham, so a half-fought game against them. Um, in the FA Cup, they got beaten 6-0 by Charlton, um, but that's probably not a bad, bad defeat for them because Charlton are championship side and Plymouth, they're, they're, they're struggling, but they're also probably looking like they'll stay up this year, but they're going to have to fight. But um, what can you remember from that game as well? Um, I remember it being, especially in the second half, probably some of the best football we'd played to that point in the season. Um, nice stadium. It was a nice pitch to play on, which probably helped. Um, but yeah, a, a really good weekend in Plymouth. Um, like it as a city, actually. Plymouth's a nice place. I was So I far, though. So yeah, far. So, that, was the, that was the only con. Me and Paige were talking about it. We were like, you know what? I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind living in Plymouth. We have a look at house prices, flat prices, etc. But then we were like, we, we concluded that it's so far away from everything else. Mm. Okay. Never ended. Everyone we, we're never going to stop. Yeah. So that was the conclusion. I'm probably not going to live in Plymouth. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but in, ter- in terms of their team, um, I think they're probably on their best run of the season. Uh, they're in form. Um, so it is a danger. Uh, they've had some good results previously. I think they've won their last four uh, four league games, like you said. So yeah, something to be wary of. But again, we it's a must-win game. Uh, we've got to find a way, whether that's outplaying them or whether it's going to be a tight game. I'm not sure, but we're going to have to find a way to to win the game. Yeah, of course. Um, they've got to do the long trip now. You know, we've done yeah. the long trip. Now they've got to do it. Um, on they'll then realise, God, Ipswich is so far. Or Phoenix, they've got to do that extra there, that extra twenty minutes. Um, but Bigsy, this game will be different to the West Ham game. It won't be as challenging it'll still be a test um 
hopefully the attendance will be big again. Um, how are you feeling going into this game, knowing that this could be your 50th appearance? Um, I think we're all confident. Obviously, coming back from West Ham, that was a real... I think that even gave us a little bit of that gave us confidence. We've held a top top team to a one 0 defeat, and we defended really well. Obviously, we would we would have liked to keep possession of the ball, but it was obviously difficult for us against a team like West Ham. So I think going into Sunday, we'll be confident that you know we can put in a good performance. We've got the buzz off of West Ham still with us a little bit, so I think it will. I think it will be a good game on Sunday. I think we'll. It will do well, hopefully. Fingers crossed. Definitely. And Blue, um, how are you feeling going to this one then? Um, as I said, the crowd may be a bit lower than it was 2000. I don't know mm-hmm. if it was set out 2000 again, but I'm sure hopefully that will give... Well, we never know. Um, <laughs> but hopefully um, a few people will come back and go, yeah, I want to go and watch again. Um, and now we've got four home games in a row. Why not come and watch? Yeah, it's almost perfect planning. Um, the fact that we've had this big West Ham game and to get lots of people in and then hopefully a proportion of those will be like, yeah, you know what? We'll come next Sunday and see what they're about in the league. And I mean, we've got six games left, six. I couldn't be more excited. The league is so tight. It's ridiculous. So I, I, if I'm, if I'm a fan potentially looking to come along, you, you've got the right time. You jump in right at the exciting part. Um, so I really hope there are more fans. Um, and I hope people continue to spread the word and, in terms of coverage, we've 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 hit that quite hard. Um, so yeah, let's hope so. But I think most importantly, we'll focus on the win, um, and it'll be a bonus if there's lots of people there to watch us. Indeed, because yeah, after the Plymouth game, it's Southampton Part Four. Um, so that's going to be oof, that's going to be a big game. Of course, next week we'll preview that, and um, of course, now I've never guest on, but it's been a pleasure, Big Z, having you on the podcast, Blue. I'll let you outro as ever. Um, take it away. Firstly, thanks for listening, everyone. I hope you've enjoyed the pod. Um, thanks, Maddie, for joining us. Um, I hope it hasn't been too scary like normal media. Lovely. <laughs> good, good, good. Um, just a last note from me. Um, on Twitter, there is currently a competition for Photographer of the Year Awards. And Ross, Ross Media UK, of course, has been nominated. Rightly oh, so. Yeah. So if if possible, could you take one minute out of your day and please vote for Ross if you haven't already? Um, it's on the On Her Side website. They're on Twitter, so the link will be on there. But On Her Side, I'm going to get Ross to put the link um, for when this pod goes out. Um, but yeah, please vote um, so Ross gets the recognition he deserves because he works wonders. So yeah, once again, thanks. Thanks everyone for listening. Thanks for hosting Ross and thanks for joining me, Maddie. We'll see you next week. To football, Brexit to Oakville. For more great podcasts from Archon, head to audioboom.com slash channel slash Archon.
سرش کلام سرش آشان